0: This shortcode podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at MedEdMedia.com.
1: Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Shortcode Podcast.
0: Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews.
2: By students
3: for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com.
4: Alright, welcome back to the Shortcoat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler, insert dumb joke here, intro co-hosts <laughs> on today's show list topics. <laughs> I, oh, whoops, my bad. I think hey, I did that wrong. your
0: voice is so much more pleasant today.
4: It's <laughs> very true. I'm being truer to my real self today. <laughs> Decided to drop the facade of pretending to be an older male person. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding. So uh, my name is Aline Sanduke. I'm filling in for Dave Etler today uh, because he is on vacation, which is ridiculous. Why uh, would he decide to go visit his family instead of do this? I yeah. thought he loved us. I know. I thought so, too. Um, so let me introduce the amazing people who are here today. Hillary O'Brien. Hi, guys. We have Elizabeth Shirazi. Hello. We have Jaden <laughs>
0: Bowen. Today you can call me Aline.
4: Yes, that's right. So I'm filling in for Dave and Jaden is filling in for me, for the audience. And uh, Irisa Um Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Did I say that right? Um, no, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, oh, how do you say it? Oh, the R silent. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mahaparn, Mahapar, Mahapa. It's Mahapan. <laughs> okay, Dave. But no, it's really okay, Dave butches it every
0: single time. So, <laughs> okay. so you just really, it's yeah. just realistic. Dave, yeah. don't cut this,
3: yeah. keep it in. <laughs> no, nope, don't worry, he, he pronounces it differently every time and they're all wrong, so don't worry.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I hope when Dave
5: edits this, he feels okay. really good about himself. It's
3: okay,
4: you're cool, Dave. Uh, We've got a few interesting stories for you guys today that we're going to be talking about. Um, One of them being a story uh, about a teenager who had to have her gallbladder removed uh, due to an apparent addiction. Um, I'm using that term loosely, not actually an addiction, but really loved snack foods like Cheetos, uh, hot fries and Takis, which I don't know what that is. Um, But as it turns out, um, spicy foods irritate your gallbladder enough to... Um, bring on inflammation that requires for your gallbladder to be removed. So, what do you guys think about that?
3: Have you heard about this? I've never heard of it before. I mean, if you told me the article right off the bat, I would say, I would have associated it with something like, oh yeah, well maybe they're high fat, maybe they have like lots of preservatives or God knows what in there. Mm-hmm. But the uh, spiciness is not something that I would that I would have de- um, that I would have jumped to without reading the article. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool though, but like. How do the spicy flavorings, like, I'm assuming that they're caspason analogs or something like that. How do they get to the gallbladder? I was going to say,
4: I think chili, pepper, red, and black peppers. I bet it is capsaicin that just irritates the gallbladder enough to inflame it. But it's
2: interesting to me because there are a lot of cultures that eat a lot of spicy foods, like, regularly as part of their regular diet. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. interesting that, like, hot Cheetos would... (laughs) I don't know I feel like there's probably like a lot of teenage boys who just like eat hot Cheetos every day I know my brothers are
5: mm-hmm.
1: obsessed
2: and they yeah. still they both have their gallbladders still so mm. yeah. yeah honestly
5: like do people in certain cultures that eat a lot of spicier foods have more gallbladder issues and I just never knew about it before <laughs> it's a case study I <laughs> like I don't well, know
3: <laughs> I cannot speak for the entire population of Southeast Asia but everyone in my bl—everyone my bladder no no one in my bladder everyone in my family still has a gallbladder yeah
5: but then they eat less fatty foods
3: Oh, no. Too, you so. see, you ever see my grandma eat? Oh, really? Uh, she <laughs> love fried chicken. <laughs> okay. I am corrected. I love you, grandma. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this,
4: but uh, in one of our med school lectures, they talked about how um, people in certain Asian countries have a, m- like a much higher risk of esophageal cancer, which they think is
3: because of oh. drinking extremely hot liquids on a regular basis. Mm, I can definitely vouch for that. It's mostly something amongst the older generation when the tea is served piping hot, like, goodness gracious but that's a really really old-fashioned thing like no one my age does it mm.
5: so maybe we'll be seeing that going down i just don't understand the enjoyment of drinking tea that you can't even taste because all you feel is pain it burns i, I have to let my that's coffee cool it. for
1: like mm-hmm. an hour i put ice I cubes in my it. coffee yeah
5: yeah same <laughs> and then i chug it really fast like a true <laughs> medical student
3: yeah speaking of Asian, there's actually a, there's actually a japanese and slash i don't know i don't know if originally in japan or china first but um um, cat's tongue that refers to someone who can't eat anything really hot, who has to cool down their food, who has to put ice in their coffee. Like a sign
2: of weakness, like, oh, they have a cat's tongue.
3: I wouldn't say weakness because cats are awesome.
2: <laughs> oh,
4: fair enough.
3: <laughs> Stigmatized, maybe.
4: Um, so, yeah, apparently uh, the doctor who was cited in this article uh, says that they see around 100 kids a month for this specific what?
3: problem. What? what? Yeah. Are you kidding,
5: what? That In... one doctor? Hold on, For like gallbladder problems or specifically gallbladder br- issues from spicy foods? Uh,
4: yeah. So Dr. Carrie Cavender, a gastroenterologist at Le Bonheur, <laughs> I speak French, I should have said that correctly. <laughs> Le Bonheur, Le Bonheur, um, children's hospital, says he sees a high number uh, of children with stomach problems due to consuming hot chips. Um, and a direct quote is that we probably see around 100 kids a month what? easily. <laughs> what? Oh, oh my so gosh. So I, I should say that this article is based in, uh, or these people are based in Memphis, Tennessee. And so, like, mm. I wonder if there's some regional tendency to have unhealthy diets. So maybe it's not exclusively the chips, but like high consumption of chips combined with other less healthy eating habits that bring this Weird. up. Yeah.
3: Potentially. M- maybe there's, m- m- I'm not sure, but. I my mind jumped immediately to like, oh, there's something in the water. But, uh, or maybe Hot
2: uh, Cheetos just need like a black box warning, like cigarettes, like I mean, it'll make your cold bladder. general warning. general <laughs> warning.
1: Well,
5: I'm steering clear. I do not agree with spicy foods. I am weak. Oh, I, you have I a love. Cat's spicy I have a cat's <laughs> tongue. Oh. That is correct. Mm-hmm. All right,
4: so our next story uh, is about a research study Um, that was just published, uh, looking at the rate of toxoplasmosis infection um, in people oriented towards the study of business. Um, So some researchers uh, wanted to see uh, if there was any parallels in human beings infected with toxo uh, that increases their um, tendency to engage in risky behaviors, um, which is a phenomenon that we see in rodents who are infected with toxo. Uh, in which they um, are somehow resistant to the fear of uh, their natural predator, cats. Hmm. And so instead of running away, they tend to try and confront the cat, uh, which is hilarious. Um, And so they wanted to see if this happened in human beings. Um, So in a cohort uh, of 1,500 student volunteers, um, (coughs) they found that about one in five uh, have been exposed to the parasite, and that of those students tested, um they were one and a half times more likely to be business majors. <laughs> so, what
5: do you think about that? Well, you can say it's the real rat race. But in I am
0: guessing,
5: like, I am wondering, did they think it was like, the people who are infected with toxo are more likely to become business majors, or like the business majors just have a whole lot of cats. Okay, <laughs> what is a relationship? Living at home and just no. so. Speaking,
3: You know, this actually reminds me of an of an anecdote by Abigail Tucker, um, journalist and author of line in Your Living Room*, our evolutionary history of cats. One of my favorite books. Yeah, she actually... I was going
2: to say that is a very specific <laughs> citation. <laughs> I was like,
5: I don't think I could cite any book.
3: <laughs> no, well. but this is one particular book that I really love. It's about cats. Yeah. Well, anyway, she was she was um, she was actually talking about that. Like, why are rats that are infected with toxo toxoplasmosis not only not repelled by, but even somewhat attracted to cat urine? Um, to cat urine. She you know, she was she wonders if she has toxo because she was she had encountered in, in Africa like this a den, a den of two lion cubs and her first reaction was to sit around and take selfies with the lion cub when the mother was oh. probably gonna be coming around the corner <laughs> oh, <laughs> she later wondered was it the toxo well am I infected with toxo that made me go and take selfies in front of the lion cubs hmm. they're cats we're humans Sure. Maybe.
4: (laughs) Did she she own cats before meeting the cubs? Or were the cubs her first exposures to?
3: Oh, no. She is a lifelong cat lover. Her family is a cat lover. Her parents are cat lovers. Fair enough. (laughs) Hmm.
2: So I wonder then if these business people that were infected with toxo, are they more... Maybe you can't say successful because maybe their risk taking leads them to.
0: They're really bad risk takers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <they're...
2: laughs> but are they? Do they take more risks than the people who are not infected with Toxo? That's what I want to know now. Um, and what about the medical profession? Are there more like surgeons who are infected with Toxo? That would be interesting Ooh. because like cutting yeah. someone open is a risk. That would be interesting
4: to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to see that.
5: as too. get yep. on it. This is my research <laughs> project. Like a <laughs> <Yeah>. research <laughs> distinction mm-hmm. track project. Yeah.
0: In only and a few short yeah. years, step one scores are not going to matter anymore. It's going to be, be your <laughs> <Toxo> <laughs> <laughs> status. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Interestingly
3: enough, one of the earlier studies that was done on TOXO was done in Italy, and they found um, young men in traffic accidents are more likely to be infected with toxo but that wasn't due to cats. they actually attribute it to like consumption of risky behavior like consumption of raw meat and everything mm. but i just like to say vegetarians you are not off the hook samples of dirt in um dirt from drawn carrots have indeed tested positive for plasma
5: most. so um none of us are safe hmm. Oh, I probably hundred percent have toxo. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a farm. We had like fifteen feral cats running around. Yeah, like, girl. I got it. Yeah, they have like <laughs> it the is eye crust. Mm-hmm. Cat. Eye oh yeah. Crust. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah like and of course, me as a child, them. it was like trying to like yeah. grab them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, like you're not, actually, much, not smart decision. How much
0: of your personality <laughs> is attributable? So true. Uh, no, to I'm really g- microbiological yeah. overlords. Yeah, no.
3: mm-hmm. I'm really glad you brought that up because another study on toxo actually um, actually they attribute you different traits depending on if you're a man affected by to- toxmo or a woman affected with toxmo, um, with toxo. So men are more likely, likely to be aggressive, take risk-taking mm-hmm. behaviors. But woman, Yeah. <laughs> but women affected with toxo displayed more like compassion and empathy and all this nurturing instinct. Wow. So- oh. Am I a compassionate, oh. empathetic yeah,
4: you know. person? Mm-hmm. guys? Oh my
5: yeah, goodness. Yeah, it's
3: all because you're toxo. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It's not.
4: <laughs> you're pretty much huh? spraying us with toxo right now, which is good for us. Not so good for
0: you, Jade. I- I you got use a little more aggression. <laughs> Good. After this, his yeah. career
2: goes. Yeah. No, but we are at <laughs>
3: Yeah, but no, Toxo can only be shed from um from cats within one to two weeks of initial infection. So don't worry, your poop does not
5: contain Toxo. Oh, bummer. Oh, he he kind of wanted he it. You know no.
2: so that was yeah.
0: bit,
5: every that day. Was, yeah, was keeping me up at night, so worrying yeah. about that. We
0: got a conspiracy theory taking hold that the gender gaps in like surgery and pediatrics. <laughs> they're not inherent to the genders it's just Hmm. how the toxo affects the genders differently
5: (laughs) everything in life is explained away by toxo infections yeah (laughs) you guys found the key to life (laughs) yeah it's not the answer is not 42
3: it's toxo
1: (laughs) nice Mm
5: -hmm. well it's hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy isn't it 42 yeah i'm old (laughs) mm-hmm Um, one last
4: figure that I thought was interesting, I forgot to mention. So they tested a bunch of students, but they also tested uh, people who were attending uh, a seminar for aspiring entrepreneurs. And of those who attended the seminar, those who'd been infected with Toxo were twice as likely to have already started their own business. So, hmm. All right, um, so our last story today uh, is about sucking up to your boss and the toll it takes on your mental well-being. And soul. Yep. Uh, So in a study uh, published in the Journal of Applied Psychiatry by a group based in China, um, explores uh, a phenomenon called the ingratiator's dilemma, um, (laughs) which is the psychological theory that sucking up to your boss uh, is pretty transparent and self-serving unless you do it well. Um, And if you do it well, it will take a major toll and leaves you (laughs) mentally depleted at the end of the workday on a regular
1: basis. So
5: is this only if you, like, are actively trying to, like, suck up to someone? But, like, what if you're just, like, naturally good at it? Like, like, is there a difference there? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Some people are just naturally better at, like, being comfortable giving other people compliments. And, like, does that count as sucking up? I really As love your to- tights. That's a really cute design on them. Yeah. I like them too, Hillary. Thank you. Okay. See, we can see who's good who's they not. They have constellations yet. on them.
2: But here's what I, I immediately—that I, I thought
0: it was just splatters.
5: Sorry,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Elizabeth. <laughs> so you're both... There we go. Uh, girl is and is boy perspective. <laughs> there we go.
3: Megan
5: we... is sucking up. FYI, we found everyone. a non-mentally
2: depleted <laughs> person right now. No, but here's what I immediately think of when you say that is, I think back to when clerkship started, mm-hmm. and not that everybody is sucking up all the time or that everybody sucks up. But do you remember how exhausted you were at the end of the day after like your every first day. clerkships, and you were like every day why am I so tired oh it's because I have to pay attention and like look like I care all day you're always on you're (laughs) always on always have to show that you're interested yeah and so I agree with this statement like it takes a lot not even to like go the extra mile and suck up or like brown nose or whatever but to stay engaged and look like you are Care, which is like the lowest level of sucking up, just pretending that you care.
1: (laughs)
5: And like usually it's not hard, but there's just some days when you just can't bring yourself to care about anything. But (laughs) you have to. It's like I just care about my bed and like going home, (laughs) eating and sleeping. (laughs) That's all I want from today. Yes, Mm -hmm. but you just gotta.
2: So I could, uh, yeah. I could relate to this study. Yeah, one hundred percent. I see 100%. point.
5: I see your Definitely
4: point. agree with you. I heard of a fourth year student who was in the <laughs> OR with another student who relayed this story to me. Um, and this person's long on. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> but apparently the surgeon conducting, you know, whatever operation, um, was explaining something to this student and uh, like paused and was like, "Yeah, it it doesn't seem like you're very engaged in what's happening right now." You know. Maybe like you don't care. And apparently he goes,
3: it's because I don't. Goodness.
2: Yeah, but come on, we always dream of that. We dream of that. So he
4: yeah. really
0: did not those fourth care years. about grades. So the eval is over. They've yeah. already
2: matched. You know, you know there exactly you the timeline of where they are in there. Yeah, I so, want to. Like, yeah. I dude. want to know like what like
5: specialty that was too, because was it one of their like two week selectives where it's you know. like literally I'm just here to get through this because I have to.
3: Yeah, and, and like, like dude, he showed up. He gets points. <laughs> That's <laughs> go, right? Yeah. He
4: was looking at the thing they were doing, and just for pointing your eyeballs at the operation site, I think that's... For having your
2: eyeballs open. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> yep, exactly.
2: Yeah. Um. That's so serious. that's... Yeah. That's <laughs> really funny.
3: Yeah, but not gonna lie, I have fantasized about saying that before. Mm-hmm. I don't have the balls, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, they,
4: they had to have been moved on and, like, already ready to go and, like, really checked out to say something yeah. like
3: that. But honestly, just comparing like my my start of me at the start of clerkships, which was like, I don't know, like year and a half ago, two years. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Plus, like, plus like me now, I like I am looking like I care a lot less. Like at the beginning, I was like bright eye, bushy-tailed, saying like, and then they're if I would be like, oh, so Irisa, we're in so-and-so clinic, I'd immediately go like, mm-hmm, so-and-so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> not anymore. Now I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even masked yet, and I'm already starting to feel like the level of... The level of the amount I care about what other people think, and the amount of amount of the amount I care that like of how interested I seem has significantly decreased.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I think I'm just starting to realize like to show I'm interested in the things that actually like mm-hmm. matter. There's a lot of things that happen during the day that like don't matter, and it's okay to not show interest in those things. Like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but like I can't always be interested every day. So I'm just realizing That's the parts true. of the day that I just can like.
2: Or it's, like, a benefit to off. let people know what you're actually interested in. Yes. So then they'll tailor what you're seeing in clinic or, like, yeah. point out to you the things that might interest you. Yeah, I just had a great mm-hmm. facilitator on psych. And, like, I,
5: like I'm like i interested in OB-GYN. It's something I'm considering. And we had a patient with postpartum depression. And he, like, made sure I took that patient mm-hmm. to, like, match my interest. So it's yeah. beneficial to, like, talk mm-hmm. to your preceptors about, like, what you might be interested in because mm-hmm. it makes the rotation
2: go a lot smoother then. So then the energy, the piece of your soul that you lose by it's brown nosing, less. according yeah. to this article, is a little bit more meaningful. It just sounds like we're leaving
5: horror like
1: in yeah. our path yeah. as we
5: go. Like, I love oh, this another soul. Cedar Rapids <laughs> yeah. Medical Center. Mm-hmm. Another piece of soul just left. Great. Yep.
4: Well, uh, that's all I've got for today, and we're only
5: 20 minutes in. (laughs) I feel like usually we have, like, questions from listeners to answer, and we don't have any today, and that makes me sad. Listeners, ask us questions, Has he not posted
2: any on the, or did he just use them all? Maybe he's
5: on, like, a vacation. He is on vacation. He's rubbing it in our faces because we only get one week off, and he's off Mm-hmm. i'm a little bitter about my one week vacation you <laughs> guys yeah me too
3: especially because i had to use mine to study for the step two Ooh.
5: Ooh. i can
3: talk about my bed bug infestation oh oh yeah let's totally talk about that <laughs> i can't tell whether that was sarcasm or not
4: no i'm totally serious that is, oh. that's actually a real problem in town i've heard of like multiple people having bed bug infestation yeah
3: you, you know bed bugs Okay, so, uh-huh. okay, dis- disclaimer, I was not the source of the infestation. Do you want a hug now? No. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no,
5: no, 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 Yeah,
3: take a look at man. <laughs> I wondering what was list, going but... on with your legs. Oh no, but as- oh, no, but asking my legs is a different disease, so oh. it's kind of been going on since I was little, so that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so my, um, so, yeah, creepy neighbor upstairs. Um, turns out his apartment is overrun by bed bugs. He dragged his mattress out in the hallway, and <gasps> oh my god, it was crawling with live bedbugs. <sighs> it's so like you went up there, and you could see the live bedbugs. Just is like, the lesson not the to
0: pick up random mattresses in the hallway?
3: That is a very that is one lesson. Okay. Uh huh.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So, anyways, they came down to my place. So I was pretty upset at first because I did not know that he was infested before. So I was thinking, where could I have gotten bedbugs from? Like seriously, I'm I am like a home econ novel. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am I am like. I wouldn't say a Martha Stewart because she is truly great, but like I, I, but I'm definitely, I am definitely spraying apple cider vinegar and lemon juice on a on a weekly basis. So I was like, where did these bed bugs come from? I haven't done anything different. Then I realized something. There was actually a ha- there, um, that there are more hospitals, or de- more and more hospitals, not just in Iowa, but across the country, are dealing with bed bug problems. We had
5: a visitor come visit one of our psychiatric patients, mm-hmm. and the visitor had, like, a bed bug crawling up their back, so we, we were, like, oh. immediately, like, so concerned, like, we cannot yeah. have, like, our whole unit, yeah. like, be... infested. Uh-huh. We are like, Whoa We're already short of psych beds as is. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. No, it's, like, terrifying, the thought of, like, getting bed bugs, because, mm-hmm. like, the treatment for it is, like, not fun. Are they, he- like, there's a oh. heat treatment? I think they can do or they where they just like Put this huge heater in your apartment mm-hmm. and warm it up to like I don't know how many degrees. I was gonna yeah. say a thousand, but that's unrealistic. Oh, one hundred twenty-seven actually. <laughs> actually but look, they turned no. up to the temperature
3: of the sun. Actually.
5: <laughs> yeah, burn the apartment yeah. down as mm-hmm. well. And like.
3: there Basically, we go. No more bed bugs.
4: Yes. <laughs> they set it on fire, you guys. It's yeah. just realistic. <laughs> they burn the whole block actually, <laughs> to really and
3: strange. that's how we set treat bed bugs. House on fire. <laughs> but no, I no. would just like to say that the treatments are fine. I don't mind pest control coming into my house. What is not fine is having to. Wash every single piece of laundry uh, I have on hot, and dry it mm. on hot, and then, and then like basically get all my possessions, do that with them, and put them into little plastic bags all over my living room. Mm. I'm basically living out of um, out of a shoebox for the net for a month. That's, That's horrible. Awful. Yeah.
5: yeah. Did well, you know that they actually have bed bug sniffing dogs? Uh huh. And that sounds like a great idea. And I think that we should have more. My uh, old apartment, in Des Moines, they used mm-hmm. to bring in these dogs once a year to like check all the apartments for bed bugs. Oh my God. So they'd have their dogs come in, sniff, and then they would like pay for the first bed bug treatment in case wow. I found them it was great Des Moines
2: just, mm-hmm. Des Moines is so wonderful Des Moines, you
3: were blown out of water right there Like it's great yeah. guys like for me it actually took um, it, I was actually the one who found a bed bug in my, in my room like the mm-hmm. pest control originally pest control originally declared my room clear just because it was such a quiet infestation but no it took like me breaking out into ping pong balls having like ping pong balls
5: under my skin. That's how big the rash gets. I just wonder like when did bed bugs become like such a big thing? Because as a child, I don't remember like ever being concerned about them, but maybe in the like the last five to seven years, Mm -hmm. probably more than that a little bit. Honestly, I am really happy.
3: Yeah, I'm actually really happy to talk about that. Bed bugs were previously considered a pest that was eradicated from the United States back in the era of World War II due to the um, due to like a lot of DDT use. But as we know, DDT was allowed was outlawed for a variety of reasons, mainly because they're killing off the bald eagle. one. it looks bad, if all your national mascots are dead or something like that. Mm-hmm. So then, that so then after that, within the last twenty years or so, we have been seeing a steady resurgence of bed bugs across America. Another re, another thing that this is attributed to is actually increasing international travel, like. Right now, it's no big deal to like just go take a two weeks off in like I don't know in another country like India or Guam or something like that. So these countries that have never that have never um, had even though they do still have even though these countries still use DDT and don't have a history of um of ever nearly eradicating bed bugs, there's possible that the, that these countries are another source of bed bugs. We're not saying immigrants or refugees or anything. We are saying like just international travelers, people on spring break, um. So that could be certainly be contributing. Yeah, I'm sure that's true for a
4: lot of different diseases that may not be endemic to the area that the traveler is from. And then they go to an area where they don't have resistance or they're more susceptible and then they take it back. I would say that's probably the case Mm, for a lot of things.
3: Yeah, but it's also worthy of note that those countries have not allowed have not outlawed DDT. They're still using DDT and they have bed bugs. So Mm. maybe it wasn't a DDT. It's lose-lose, isn't it? Yeah, you snooze, you lose. In this case, you turn out like you wake yeah, up. Yeah, you and, snooze oh in your
2: bed and <laughs> get very itchy. Oh, Anymore. set me on fire! I hate bugs. <laughs> oh, oh, will you just oh stay in the apartment gosh. as we burn into the ground? <laughs> oh oh yeah, be, yeah, okay, I'll just stay in there.
3: But yeah, but anyways, and it's incredibly expensive. I mean, my apartment is paying for the treatment because I didn't cause the infestation. But you have to buy. I went nuts. I bought bugs. I bought bed bug spray. I bought Tyrod Demacia's Earth, and like what's really what's really impressively expensive is is all the bed gear, like the bed bug proof bed sheets, box covers, and like little little stand that I put on my bed that catches bed bugs and everything. <gasps>
4: That's terrible. I can't, that sounds awful. I can't. Mm.
3: Yeah. Mm. This Anyways, scribbling mm. me. Anyways, mm. luckily this happened on my cardiology rotation, which has a lot of outpatient, so I was able to have a lot of time to handle that on my own. But if it had happened during like surgery or during my core clerkships, oh god, I would have just burned an apartment down.
2: Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. hardest thing about having stuff like. <laughs> this is actually a really sad statement. That's the hardest thing about having other things going on in your life other than. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah. I <laughs> feel like that you preface to it like mid thought. You're this like, This r- is gonna this sound is horrible. Really
1: statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Because it just like takes up your whole life. So you're like, how am I? like, oh, your hours that I have to call you are between eight and five. Mm, sorry, yeah. I work seven to six. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not gonna it's happen. So true. And even, you always yeah.
5: feel like such a bad student when you, like, mm-hmm. request time off for anything. Even yeah. if it's, like, a very legitimate thing, you just yeah. feel like, yeah. no, I have to be there. Like, I'm paying for this, are they expect me there. Like, yeah. 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 I can't go, like, and this have <laughs> a surgery that I need or something, like, no. <gasps> no,
3: Ashley, that, no, that happened to one, to, um, to someone within the realm of my years. Yeah, actually they had had surgery but they put it off because yeah just because like they're so got so stressed by clerkships they kept on putting off their surgery i am glad to say that they have made a full recovery throughout <laughs> the surgery but like wow that sounds it just sounds awful when you say like oh yeah i have to be in the hospital all the time so i can't afford to go to the hospital mm-hmm. yeah no kidding mm-hmm but just imagine the simple things like oh i need to get my tires rotated yep. when are you gonna do that <laughs> mm-hmm. the car
5: shop's open
3: <laughs> <Very> from <dramatic. laughs> yeah
5: it just got very intense
3: no, the car shop is open from nine from um from nine to five well and
2: the funny thing is too mm-hmm. i think i saw on our like time yep. request thing they're like you are not allowed to take time off for haircuts Mm-hmm. Car repairs, things like that. I'm like, Whoa. or your children,
3: you're not allowed to take time off for childcare stuff either. I guess
2: yeah. I'll just have waist long mm-hmm. hair and mm-hmm. a shitty car. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I, I,
5: yeah. We just I, need like
2: yeah. one day every uh, like twelve half. week black. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. Oh that like, is so this nice. is errand day. day. Like it's yeah. set aside four days a year. You yeah. can go do your errands. Happy holiday. I have one
3: day a month waiting in the bathroom. All the other days, oops screw it. But I get that this is like practice for like, as we call it, real life. Like people with real people in real life, in the adult world with real jobs are many of them are in this situation as well. They work all these hours. They either can't um can't afford to or either aren't allowed to take time off to do this kind of thing. So on one hand, I guess, like yeah, we're preparing for the real world. On the other hand, we're not getting paid. This is yeah. not the real world. We're students. Yeah,
4: it is kind of weird that the employment culture in med school and beyond is that you get time off to do other kinds of work instead yeah. of time off to like actually relax.
5: Very true. Yeah. And it's really crappy mm-hmm. and it makes me sad. Uh, if I was being paid or this was like, a,
3: if, I, if I was like, you know, being paid or like had a stable job with like, you know, a whole bunch of benefits, stuff like that, maybe even dental insurance, hint, hint, and I, then I would be, a, I think that I would feel a lot better about taking in stride because it's manageable. It's just not ideal.
4: Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I feel like no one's ever walked into an OR and been like, wait, 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 we can't do the operation. The med student's not
2: here. Yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. the point. It's like, so no one ever. Excuse me, I play an important role today. Yeah. I turned off and on the lights. And all yeah, and all. Uh, exactly. It's like, I don't,
3: we're not, provide, we're not providing a critical role. If we don't show up, the entire hospital goes
2: on. I'd
0: like to see him do surgery without lights. Though. Right? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
2: I, I was really good at it. Yeah. For oh, I didn't for even you. do that. All fives. No.
1: <laughs>
5: All comments Good. to enter into your Dean's letter. Well, well like, she turned off the lights really well. Yeah. So, with
2: it management. Switch <laughs> oh, so no management way. position. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously,
3: the, the, the surgeon can go on and do his surgeries without me acting... Like being very interested over his elbow and losing like my mental state or whatever that was that we talked easily about earlier. performed
0: all tasks assigned
1: to her. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Met expectations exceeded. Yeah. Expectations.
3: <laughs> she turned the lights within five seconds, and she got the right lights the first time. Five, five, five. <laughs> but no, seriously, yeah, it's just because like we don't we don't play an absolutely crucial role, whereas some of these tasks are kind of crucial for us, like. Yeah, I want to get this abscess looked at. No, I'm kidding. They, no, no. But in all honesty, I'm I'm joking about that. I feel that a that the most culture directors have a very or have a very lenient policy when it comes yes, to like medical yes. emergencies and other stuff like that. And I'm very grateful for you guys. Please don't take it the wrong way. Yeah, no, they
5: definitely do. Yeah. Um, I mean, just at the end of my OB/GYN rotation, mm-hmm. like I had something come up the like night before the test, and like I emailed them, and they were able to let me take my like shelf exam later on because mm-hmm. like I had a medical emergency going on so they're very lenient when it comes up but I think the like mm-hmm. you feel you, bad yeah, yeah. Like, I just felt bad because it was like everyone else has to take it tomorrow and I feel bad that like mm-hmm. I get to like extend it out even though like I had a medical like emergency going on <laughs> so it wasn't like I studied like during that time but you, you still yeah. feel bad it's still something that I think a lot of medical students struggle with whenever they t- request time off it's just oh. like I mean, the guilt like... It's, it. not dumb, it's us We're the problem. Yeah, we
2: are. (laughs) Always the problem.
0: I feel like if you're studying for your OB/GYN step while like writhing in pain with appendicitis in the ER,
1: like you
0: should get automatic vibes (laughs) (laughs) just just from commitment.
1: Yeah, just
0: give me
3: that hundred on that shelf. Just for balls. (laughs) Like I would give you points for balls right there. Like took to test while actively bleeding from arterial site. (laughs) Okay, maybe not (laughs) that, but showed true
4: devotion. To their craft,
3: yeah. I remember one of my friends back in college came and took her final, even though um, she was had really bad bronchitis and the doctor was telling her to go to ER. She still took her final and she did okay ish, hmm. but I think she should have gone to ER. Mm. She's alive, it's all turned out okay.
5: Hindsight, 2020. <laughs> it all worked
3: out, yeah.
0: <laughs> should I open Twitter? We can just yeah. talk <laughs> about the first tweet that yeah, shows that's up in my idea. timeline. Uh-huh. Let's see what we got.
3: I got. Cat diarrhea. Oh. Okay, let's let's go with yours. <laughs> you know, we did
2: already hit the cat.
3: Yeah, but <laughs> in case we have cat feces. I think. No, but in <laughs> yeah. case we need any more cat feces topics, like my cat did not do well at the vet, and there was a big, there was a huge poop explosion when we came home, over Ooh. my bed and on the nice. ceiling.
1: Good. Oh wow! Okay,
2: wow.
3: So I'm more than happy to talk about that, but I don't think that's really short code podcast material. Yeah,
4: maybe maybe we'll talk about that over coffee or lunch or something. <laughs> yeah. Guacamole
0: comes from the Nahutal Aztec language. A guacamole. A (laughs) guacatel means avocado. And molly means concoction or sauce. So there you go.
3: Oh, that's very cool. So, like, mole sauce is the same mole as in guacamole.
0: The spelling's different, but yeah. Yeah. So, in Spanish, it would be aguacate and mole so that's a fun fact courtesy of twitter
3: (laughs) it's very cool have you ever heard of avocado hand it's that nerve injury that like occurs like when you're trying to deep hit an avocado but instead of Putting the knife in the avocado, you put the knife in your hand instead. Oh. That is like my biggest I fear. And I, don't I did that. I did that, and I have oh a
2: scar to show from it. Oh my god, it's, it's real. I'm such a
5: millennial. Yeah. And you have to understand that Elizabeth loves avocados. I freaking love avocados. She loves them so
2: much. She used to have a That's like my phone background. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was so you in know case I, you forget how much is. you love them, when you cut an avocado in half and then you go to like get out the seed, I like hit it with the knife. You know, so it sticks in the seed and then it just like comes out. But I hit it with the knife and the seed must have been like super slippery. So it glanced off that and hit my thumb (sighs) right there. Yeah, that will happen. But I didn't go to the emergency room. Um, I just starey stripped it. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> <laughs> you survived well we actually had a survived. friend that like went to the emergency room for a knife in the kitchen accident yes, and it was did. like thousands of dollars it was sweet potato oh. though <laughs> okay. yeah I was like I will not be going to the emergency yeah. room if I need a couple stitches mm-hmm. I know plenty of people <laughs> can yeah. fix me up on the sly
3: yeah and I got like practice sutures in my room I got some hydrogen peroxide and um but I you don't w- have the yeah. lidocaine that's so much uh, I sweet. have 10.1% mm-hmm. benzocaine that I use for my bug bites oh and also, I won second place in an embroidery contours at a state fair once. Wow, that is an accomplishment. Thank you. Nice. It was a sampler.
0: What would you guys get embroidered in your stitches?
3: Embroidered? <laughs> yeah. oh, um, well, that's hard.
0: I'm assuming a yeah. cat.
3: <laughs> how did you know no yeah. a- actually i used to be like a really americana folk art kind of person when it comes to like cross stitching so i would do like all the whole samplers the red brick schoolhouse now recently i've gotten to more like millennial things like flowers and avocados and, avocados. and the and the phrase fuck you <laughs> so i've done quite a few embroideries with profanity wow. on it and it's really i just feel so good after doing one uh-huh. interesting mm-hmm. i think elizabeth would get an avocado
1: a vodka do. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't wasn't
4: there actually some story uh, recently about surgeons in, like stitching their initials into <gasps> patients? No, that was a whole. Oh, that was
1: a liver oh, And that, yeah. yeah, yeah. that was a laser. Didn't we talk about this in the yeah,
4: podcast? I think so, with
3: the bovie, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or no, bovy, not laser. Yeah. Yeah. But huh. and That's we decided, eh, the liver grows back, and BD. BD.
5: Not everyone BD. sees it
4: that
3: way, though. <laughs>
5: but no one's gonna
3: see it. It's not even worth it.
4: Like, no one's going to see that. Like, well, what What are you I, gaining? It's, yeah. like, it's me, like an
5: ego thing. Yeah, it's like me
0: tagging it. the rafters mm-hmm. in my high school. Like, no one's going to see that, but I'm always there.
5: But that's like also <laughs> no, the only true. person you're going to harm by doing that is like yourself because you're climbing up to the rafters like a stupid little teenager. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like,
0: accurate. this is like... <laughs> that's a toxic,
5: That's a toxo right there. <laughs> this is like a person's body where you're mm-hmm. just like... Defiling with your initials, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least it without initials, their permission,
0: not like a penis, mm-hmm. right? Like...
5: <laughs> Either way, I would be very offended yeah.
0: if
3: I ever found out. Yeah, i feel like, at least ask me permission first, and like make it, draw a cat next to it or something like that.
2: I feel like mm-hmm. it's just like violating. You know, yeah. like you put your trust in this person to do a procedure on you and they take advantage of your trust. As if you're an object. And their power, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think that's like just a common feeling too, like
5: a common fear of people going into surgery because yeah. like when you enter the OR, like a lot of times they're still awake and like mm-hmm. just you don't know what happens to you after that. Mm-hmm. Like everyone like has to like clean yeah. your body off with the like antiseptic solution and all this stuff. And, and don't forget the Foley. Lots of things. Yeah, Foley. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of things that mm-hmm. like if you were awake, it would make you very nervous and fearful, but you're mm-hmm. asleep. So
3: Has there's it, a lot of yeah. fear and anxiety going into surgery. Yeah. Has anyone here been, ever been under like anesthesia before? Like the whole shebang? Like No, yeah. I've never been. Yeah. Yeah. i general.
0: shoulder surgery. Uh, but I've never thought about it as like kind of like violating your body. Yeah, And I imagine <laughs> it's different, you know, if you get your chest cracked open as opposed to you know, like arthroscopic shoulder hmm. surgery. But yeah, yeah that's a <clears throat> it's a really interesting thing to think mm-hmm. about. Like, that's something with your body that you could never do. Like, that's like a, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of like a level of intimacy that, yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, goodness.
5: That's, and that's you really just hope, storm. like, the people that, like, the surgeons and the surgical staff, like, respect that too. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I Absolutely. think, like, a lot of times as people get on in their years, like, a lot of our empathy, like, does... Mm-hmm. Wear down a little bit, and so sometimes I think everyone needs to be reminded of that. Mm. So that we're sad note, but... <laughs> don't end it on a sad note, okay? I completely agree, <laughs> Hillary.
2: <laughs> Let's talk about
4: rainbows now. Talk about rainbows. Um, I definitely really
2: cried at the first time I heard. Yeah. You know when they do the, they listen to the baby's heartbeat. Oh, the Doppler? The prig- yeah. yeah, the Doppler. The first time I heard that, I was like, oh my God. And then after being on Family Med and hearing it like every single day, I was like, cool. It's like,
1: you're-
0: oh, you're being- <laughs> There's a heart. Oh, there? Have- there it is. what do you have for me like, think- today? The miracle of life.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or to like, think about like what the
3: neurosurgeons deal. go through. Like, oh, honey, how was your day? Uh, you know, same old, same old, cut open someone's brain, got out a tumor. Right? <laughs> I saw what someone looks like on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Or like a transplant search and just, like, oh, so what do you do today?
5: Um, Flew across know. the country, harvested yeah. an organ, flew yeah, back, yeah. The, the usual. Body. I mean, yeah, Let's so I rings. was on transplant yeah. service and, like, it was a surreal experience because it, like, became a normal thing to, like, fly. Like, we flew to a few different places and, like, there we are, like, there to take out a person's organs and it was just, like, surreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, like... Realize, yeah. like, that is the end of their life, but they're giving life to someone else.
3: That's something yeah. that I, like, I I've I was on transplant service. I can never imagine that. But there is someone, there are people out there who do this day after day after yeah. day after day for, like,
5: 900 mm-hmm. years or however long doctors live. Mm-hmm. 900 is everything. Yeah. <laughs> I plan on living to be 900 years old, everyone.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, me too. I actually you know. I only plan to live 200, but I plan to look 30 the entire time. yeah oh, Unless okay. I get yeah. bed bugs, then I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. bed bugs <laughs> light me
5: on fire. fire, so I'm fire. fire.
3: Bye. Bye. This like you, your apartment, and your roommate on fire. Yes. <laughs> we can tie it together, Elizabeth. Okay. <laughs> How? oh my god that, I thought we were going to end on a happy note <laughs> I mean okay. that was uh-huh. a joke <laughs> <laughs> yes dying together so um,
0: I yeah. just got the new news email if we would like <laughs> to mine that for topics
4: well, I was going to propose a game of Would You Rather, but that also Let's sounds pretty good. Let's do it. No, 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 yours is do better. I, just, I was it. just going to
0: talk about brai and submitting non-urgent work requests.
1: <sighs> oh,
4: okay, so. no. Wait, Would You Rather. All right, fair enough. Would You Rather. Mm-hmm, All right, I'm going to list a bunch of them off, and you guys can tell me which one you're interested in. Um, would you rather have 17 normal-sized testicles or two testicles the size and weight of coconuts? Definitely the two ones. Yeah, that's one. Definitely. Um, another one, would you rather be able to eat anything you want and have it be perfectly nutritious or sleep one hour a day and be fully rested? Sleep, sleep one
0: hour a day. Mm-hmm. Like mm. if I only slept an hour, like I would exercise, I assume.
2: Mm-hmm. No, know. I would want to eat anything I want. I enjoy my sleeping time. But yeah, I yeah, enjoy I would eat anything food. I want. Because especially like eat it. sleeping too, like what a what a, no, I but think
5: feel about like it's a mind break it's an too. Like, but think about all the food you can eat if you only had
3: to sleep one hour a day but, but then, then you'd be like fat. gain so much work or weight not if it's I've, nutritious
0: i've already like given up on that so like <laughs> <laughs> that boat has long <laughs> that, sail <yeah. laughs>
3: oh crap now we can't stop thinking about like what it would be like to have like testicles besides the coconuts Fine. oh <sighs> We can talk
4: about that. <laughs> no, I
3: just can't stop thinking about it
4: now. We can I mean, we can change it for the women and say, would you rather have se- no. seventeen normal sized breasts or two breasts the size and weight of coconuts? Bear in mind, those are not equivalent. hundred <laughs> percent, they are. That would be some
2: serious. Can I get pain. a breast reduction?
3: A coconut? Oh. Can they be altered? Yeah. Um, are we talking about like a coconut and its whole like husk? Like just or, a normal
2: coconut? Or a dried yeah. coconut? Mm-hmm. Like a large coconut or a small <laughs> coconut? <laughs> yeah, that's like, you know, some... <laughs> but
3: no, the point is I don't want the breasts. I want the testicles. Yeah. Oh, Oh. Irisa, oh, oh. you
4: want the testicles, not the breasts. The size of coconuts, yes.
3: Oh,
5: okay. That's very specific.
4: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. does
5: it do the... Like, coconut-sized testicles impair your fertility at all, Oh, too? Like, which one? Like, are you oh, no, still fertile with both? Fertile. I was going like, say, <laughs> I don't know, like, <laughs> no, yeah. what's the difference here? Because, like, do you still got that cremasteric reflex going you on? Again, like, you would get women's fertility. Just wondering. I gotta know
2: the facts first. I feel like this is... That, this has gone downhill. This, this, has. this has. gone. There's gonna be a large portion of this, Dave, that you're just gonna have to drag directly to the trash. <laughs>
0: The nice part about this discussion is I get to be the expert in the room. Though.
2: Yeah. What do you
4: think, so, Dean? Tell us about what that. Do you think? Well, I don't know.
0: I think it's it's kind of like they're both gonna be annoying. So then you start thinking about aesthetics. It's mm-hmm. like 17 norm Like it's gonna look like a cluster of grapes. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just. At, at least with the coconuts, like it's symmetrical, right? Like. But, but you'd like, probably
2: have to be in
4: a wheelchair the
2: rest I was of your life. Say, There was a show on TLC that was called like my hundred pound scrotum or something like that. <laughs> it's real look it up out of everyone i know you would be the person <laughs> who knows this. i had a lot of free time in sioux city <laughs> <laughs> just watch tlc all goddamn day long and my hundred pound testicle <laughs> no, and they, they couldn't soon. they couldn't do anything like they <clears throat> couldn't walk around they couldn't leave their house they couldn't do anything there were no clothes that fit them it was like a true why like why did they have such a
0: big scrotum
2: it just Edema? No, I think it just like grew and it just kept growing, and I don't remember why. Is
5: it
0: that called cancer? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. I am.
5: But they don't like think never thought to like get it taken no. out, or did they have like comorbidities that like he's not a surgical candidate? Um
2: Spoken like a two med So they student. were all overweight. <laughs> so I think Wait, course, they were all overweight. It's more than one person oh. with a hundred pounds. <laughs> I think that there were two people on the show that they oh profiled. They were oh both goodness. overweight. And I My think they both blown. had like some mental health issues that oh. were going on too, mm-hmm. and it just like got to a point where they couldn't leave, where they didn't want to leave their house because they were embarrassed, mm-hmm. and so then they just like let it perpetuate, and then they couldn't leave their house because they were.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh.
4: The man Two. with the 132-pound scrotum. Yeah, uh, that's tragic. Which aired on TLC that's as a, size a special. Of,
0: like a small person.
4: Uh huh. Yeah, that's Dude, a child. Well, no. One hundred thirty thousand in, and in America, yes. <laughs> very over my dear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's like the, one and a half of me. <laughs> so that condition is called scrotal lymphedema. Oh, so it is edema. Um, yeah, I don't see what caused it, but I do see that when he um, had it removed, they they went ahead and did some liposuction on his stomach at the same yeah. time, and is now one hundred and fifty pounds
2: lighter
5: so did he just use the money from the tv show to pay for the surgery like is that why he did the tv show i should hope that a tv show paid for surgery he
2: couldn't pay for it at one point he's worried about being able
5: to
4: finance the surgery and still has his gofundme page as well as an account on oh at monarch community bank if people want to make donations
2: which like surprises me because don't you think that this would be like a medical necessity yeah
5: i uh, think or like yeah. just yes, like but
2: even you with, could get it yeah. for
5: bono is more what you're thinking
2: no i'm or. thinking like a medical like well
3: it's not Maybe perhaps his insurance will cover it with a fifty thousand dollar copay or something like oh, that okay. that's where the cash comes in yeah so yeah insurance can't live with can't live without it i bet they're like no right. you can live with that just fine i don't see yeah. to like, okay well we're gonna say dying. well it's outpatient so we're gonna say it's elective okay Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cosmetic more
5: than anything. You can do it in the ambulatory surgery center.
4: <laughs> oh, my good grief.
5: I, I wonder
4: how that affected his fertility, though. I'm, I'm kind of curious if you have, if you would have equal degrees of fertility with 17 testicles that are normal versus uh, normally sized, rather, I should say, or two the size of coconuts. What do you guys think and about like,
2: that? And, like,
5: would it increase your chances of testicular cancer?
2: well you have wow. more testicles though. So so. so well yeah but just up.
5: like the fact that like because isn't it if you have like an undescended testes like your chance of cancer is higher too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. some lo- are going to be up there a little higher wait there's
1: i'm, I'm loving sure these probably, like parallel <laughs> <questions. laughs>
5: a bunch of grapes
3: yeah it, oh i found the, the name for it is polyorchidism, and oh, it's accompanied by like- a picture of five walnuts <laughs> i feel huh. like dave's really just
5: gonna like edit all of this yeah, I'm just, I'm just we just like talked about testicles for like 20
0: minutes this is gonna be a six minute <laughs> podcast it's gonna be the intro An
5: outro.
3: <laughs>
0: what have was you nice- guys had any cool experiences in clinic that you would like to discuss
3: not in clinic but i think i got medical school mansplained to me by a pre-med <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell us about oh, pre meds.
5: Oh, well, God bless.
0: Well, here's what yeah. you need to know about medical school. Well, we can't school.
2: shit talk pre meds <laughs> on this <podcast. laughs> Oh, yeah, good point.
5: That's why I said a couple. God bless. <laughs> oh, God bless. God bless.
3: Yeah, probably shouldn't downgrade you. Put your face that. up to the microphone, Elizabeth. Yeah, but well, he was telling I'm me how stressful medical school this is. And is all and getting out. cut. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can't shit talk pre meds on a pre medical <laughs> podcast. Look at as like the little intro quote. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're just gonna
4: leave this to dave's discretion let no. him decide what to leave it like, this is
2: what you
5: dave this is what you get when you leave for vacation yeah <laughs> hey dave i'm burning pra- <laughs> it down
3: yeah. i've actually been practicing throat singing in my spare time oh
5: wait what
3: <laughs> stop scaring at me it's <laughs> like me mean, nervous
4: Med students have weird hobbies, that's very that's interesting. True. But whatever <laughs> relieves your stress,
0: I guess. You guys want to talk about yeah. birds? Like...
1: I love birds. Oh my I'm god, Jaden, kind of how story. did you go
5: 50 minutes without talking about uh-huh. birds? Jaden loves she did birds. didn't bring up oh. DDT, oh. Like
0: the bald eagles, and stuff. That's, that's, yeah, true. that's true.
5: Yeah, you used to go take pictures with Ali Hassan, didn't you? Yes, yes. And he loves he birds. To go too. To
0: South Africa yeah. and take pictures of. Birds that are ten times more. Amazing. Yeah.
5: So Jaden, how are you feeling about coming back for your second year? Um, we're all you're at an M two no, now. I'm
0: looking forward to it. What to aren't you honest. looking forward to? I am looking forward to being in the lab full time.
1: So, like, <laughs> are you just, an MSTP? I
0: I am. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like, Jaden. This is... summer has just been like a wonderful, like scientific curiosity-driven. Wait, break. Ex- explain yeah. it to me
2: then. So why? Because probably some people listening to this podcast would like to know too why did you choose to be mstp if all you if like you really enjoy mostly spending time in the lab and you're not excited about coming back to school
0: no i really really have enjoyed my first year of medical school and the patient interaction is really kind of why i went the dual route um It's just different, right? You know, it's the, the pre-clinical the oh, okay. test every 2 weeks. Okay, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like going from just working in the lab and doing experiments cuz you're interested in what the results are going to be. It's just it's different than, you know, trying to cram for an exam. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah. these first like year and a half that yeah, you're not yeah. super I'm very excited about to get to clinic and Okay. You know, yeah. Can you interact with patients?
2: Can you tell
5: me a little bit about like what an MSTP summer between M1 and M2 years like because I don't really know that much about it. Like, I know a lot of people like do a like global health trip, or like do Miko here, or do research. But like MSTP, I don't really know what you guys do.
0: Yeah, so we go into a lab and do a PhD style lab rotation. Oh. Um, and so you, for our program, you have to do at least two, mm-hmm. um, and really it's just like six to ten weeks where you're getting a feel for the lab and the the PI, the principal investigator. And just trying to decide, is this the lab I want to do my PhD in? So uh, the summer before M1 <clears throat> year, you have the option to do a rotation. Most people <laughs> do. Um, I did not because I wanted to travel a little. Um, and then every summer after that until you enter grad school, you're required to do a rotation.
5: Okay, And like mm-hmm. at what point do you guys have to choose a PI and a lab?
0: Um, So... In our second year, in the spring of second year, we take step one with the M3s, then we go to clinic for 12 weeks, and then at that point, you either complete your last rotation, or if you've done two already, you can make a decision then, and then you go straight into the PhD portion.
5: That's exciting, mm-hmm. but also, like, me as a non researchy person, that sounds, like, horrible <laughs> and terrifying. But I admire you guys it's, for doing that. It's
0: definitely, like, there's still a lot of existential dread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a different flavor. It's less urgent. It's less, like, man, if I don't pass this test, I'm never going to be a doctor, which is not the reality, of mm-hmm. course.
3: So you and more your, have chronic existential dread rather than yeah, acute yeah, existential it's more dread. like,
0: am I ever going... To be allowed to graduate
5: like, <laughs> okay
0: Tight stuff but
5: that's a happy thought <laughs>
1: yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah so you MSCPs in your year will take step with Elizabeth and I as yes. third year
0: students yes. okay yeah you guys might take it a month or two before us I think probably I
5: think we take it like end of January okay, early yeah, February ish we don't have a lot of information yeah back. they
0: try to push us to take it at the end of like It'll the happen. very end of February
5: okay yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah they cry.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. with that,
4: maybe it's time to say goodbye. Yeah, let's do Lien, it.
0: How many times have you had that exact MSTP conversation on the oh,
4: podcast? Actually, never. I really? think that was really
0: informative. Yes. We well, like, do just like a full MSTP, like yeah. just lay it out. MST
2: podcast.
5: <laughs> <The> MST <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Very nice. I was going to say, I listened to like all the episodes of this podcast and I didn't know it. Okay. So I was like, I didn't think we had talked about it awesome. before.
2: Yeah,
4: I feel like um, like if you could break up the MSTP experience into like <laughs> okay. a pieces of pie, I feel like we're about halfway there. If you like accumulate together <laughs> uh, all of the uh, times that we've talked about it on the show, but we've never had like a
3: like a a dedicated episode. Yeah,
4: or like Dave. a comprehensive description. Hint, hint, Dave.
3: Dave, let's
0: do Podcast
4: it. Podcast idea. Jayden, are you in? I'm in. I'm in.
0: All right. Cool.
4: All right. Well, work this in wherever.
1: <laughs> don't forget <laughs>
4: <laughs> preferably before death tolls parts what does it mean when stuff is in brackets oh okay uh, don't forget to contribute your favorite recipes for medical student success at the shortcoat.com uh, look for the orange quote send in a recipe quote button to add your delectable delight and uh, I uh, slash Dave n- slash Davidaline will send you an SCP key fob if you include your contact info and every contributor gets a free copy of the final cookbook whenever that comes out uh just as a reminder we'll be putting a link to all the topics we've discussed today uh in the episode show notes at theshortcoat.com but for now that is our show uh irisa Jaden, elizabeth and hillary thank you so much for being on the show today And thank you, listeners, for making us a part of your week. Uh, If you like what you heard today, we hope we've earned your subscription not only do we give out free key fobs uh, we also give out free advice you know um, and it might even be good advice so send your questions or whatever you like to the shortcoats at gmail.com not profanity or pornography please or you can leave a message what? at the Whoa. <laughs> what Wait, what are you put that in? that was supposed to be a joke and it didn't go over super well so oh, let's oh, take
1: oh, that oh.
5: out oh oh I, thought someone, it, I thought
3: someone I thought
4: someone actually sent him <laughs> it,
5: so. I literally thought someone had sent him and I was like oh my god! oh my gosh behind every rule.
4: Story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or you can leave us a message at 347 short CT and we will talk about it on the show. Uh, the show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine student government and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis, our opening music is by Dr. Vox, and our closing music is by Catmosphere. We'll talk to you in one week.